Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever or whenever you happen to be listening to this. Thank you for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. So, um, if I remember correctly, two recordings ago, we started on the new question of uh, whether you should talk to strangers, how you should talk to them. Uh, that's when it comes to calling up people um, with no context, no prior knowledge of them, calling up strangers to try and drum up business for yourself. So, I think we've gone over, should you call them? And the answer is yes, in my own opinion. Um, if you are just tuning into this for the first time and uh, you have a different opinion, just skip back two or three episodes and you'll be able to catch the conversation from where it began and um, you'll be able to get into all the reasons why I uh, try to advance that point of view. Now, uh, I think we've also gone over um, should you identify yourself um when you should identify yourself uh, and why you should be much more concerned about um, confirming the prospect's identity and confirming their need. You want to be sure that you're speaking to the right person and that they have the right need. And those are more important than identifying yourself because you get to identifying yourself eventually. So we're done with that question. And um, right now, I would like us to look into whether you should freestyle or not during these calls. Um, some people believe that when you hit the keyboard to email strangers because you're trying to drum up business or you pick up your phone to call or you pick up um, your phone to send that WhatsApp message, there are some people who believe that you should freestyle, that you should be in the moment and you should let your, um, what's that word called? Um, I can't remember. That, but basically, that you ought to be um, true to yourself, be spontaneous and in the moment and uh, things of that nature. Now, is that something that you should do? In my own opinion, the answer is a resounding no. The reason why you shouldn't do that is because it's going to lead to mental exhaustion. Because um, reaching out to strangers, completely cold, people that you have no um, prior knowledge of, it can be unnerving for the average um, person. And so if you don't have a framework, if you don't have a guide or a script or whatever it is that you want to call it about how you're going to handle that conversation, then it means that if you do um, five of these things every day, five days of the week, it means that every day you're subjecting yourself to that harrowing challenge of, okay, I'm going to reach out to this person now. Uh, what should I say? How should I start? And um, it just leads to a lot of mental exhaustion and it increases the fear that the average person already has surrounding this kind of activity. That's picking up the phone to call strangers or sitting down on your keyboard to email a total stranger because you're trying to improve your wedding business. Now, having a framework, having a script, having a mind map, whatever it is you want to call it because people quibble over the terms. But the most important thing is that you have some sort of framework that you can refer to. Um, preferably in the beginning, it would be nice to have a framework, a mind map. That's if you're one of these people who is into drawing um, uh, diagrams um, to say that you start here and if the answer is either A or B, you move here, or if this, then that, and then you move there. But the bottom line is, I would prefer, I would advise that in the beginning you have something that is um, written out because it's something that you can easily refer to to guide the conversation. Over time, the more of these calls you make, the more of these emails that you send, or the more of these WhatsApp messages that you send to uh, try and drum up more uh, business for your wedding practice, uh, as you do it over time, 
you're going to internalize um, this script and you're not going to need to have it written out anymore. And you'll be able to, um, people are going to be able to call you, um, let's say you're in the middle of playing with your kids outside at four o'clock in the afternoon and a call comes through. You're going to be able to carry that, uh, pick up that phone call and carry that conversation um, confidently because you have internalized what your script is, your framework is, and you know what are the key things that you need to um, work through. So in the beginning, um, you should not be freestyling until you have thought out what your framework, what your approach, what your mind map is going to be. And when you've given that some serious thought and tested it through a few conversations and tweaked it, it is only then that you can start um, freestyling after you've worked on it and internalized it because you will have enough um, experience and you've given it enough thought to know where you need to run and, uh, and how. Now, the uh, conversations that inspired this uh, new line of questioning that we're looking at, if you remember correctly, um, uh, were derived from some cold calls that I received from people who are trying to pitch their business to me. Now, if you remember correctly, the first call was from a gentleman who worked with um, Sterling Bank and who was calling me about uh, non-interest banking, interest-free banking, uh, personal collateral banking, you know, whatever it is that it's called. And the second person was someone who was trying to uh, get me to be interested in him because he was a supplier of um, some agro products that we deal in for uh, the family's second company, which is Dove Agro Seeds that I manage with me, my brother, and another partner, David, who does a lot of the bush operations. Because if you're sourcing agro commodities, you're spending a lot of time in the bush. Now, um, those two calls, um, if you recall, I had very different experiences with both of them. The first person who called from the bank, that was a much more structured call. And the reason why we're able to move through um, the uh, move through the call quickly and get to the crux of the matter was precisely because he had a framework that allowed us to move through things. I was able to ask him questions to hurry up the process and he could respond because everything had been um, well thought out. On the other hand, the fellow who... Um, who called uh, regarding um, agricultural produce. I mean, that call tanked pretty quickly because he hadn't given it much um, thought. Um, this is where we are on the question of freestyling. I really believe it's because that guy was freestyling that when I picked up the phone, first of all, there was that slight hesitation. So he wasn't even ready for what to do if someone were to pick up the phone call um, immediately because typically I'm with my phones 247 except if I'm busy with the kids or maybe on a shoot and so I answer in less than two or three rings so ring ring and then I answer so there was that hesitation so clearly he didn't have um, a script or a framework on what to do next and then for those of you who listened to the last episode he started with that awkward uh, thing of um, identifying himself in that Niger way um, first of all, there was a pause, and then next thing he said, uh, you are on to so-so-so-and-so from Abia State. And, of course, that just threw me for a loop because, you know, I'm here going about my business, and um, who are you? How am I supposed to know who you are, and how is this call um, relevant, uh, relevant to me? So these are some of the mistakes that you don't um, run into when you have a framework or a script that you have, um, that you have properly... Um, 
that you have properly uh, thought out. Because in the first set of questions that we looked at, should you be calling strangers, where the answer was yes, and we realized that the key thing that we need to look into is we need to find properly qualified people to call. Uh, these people who have a need for our product or service, you know, that's part of the plan. And that's something that we're coming through with a framework. Those are some of the important questions that you ask yourself. And the whole thing about uh, how you should identify yourself and when and things like that, these are also things that will be covered in what your uh, framework is uh, going to be. So the bottom line is, without trying to advocate for any single framework today, the bottom line is you need to have some sort of a plan. Now, some of you might say that this is being um, excessive, but the fact is that you can't be successful in business without having this sort of framework. If you think about it, you will find that people in other disciplines, in other industries, have a framework that they do follow to make them more effective in their business or to make them more effective in um, uh, running diagnosis before they make a decision. Take, for instance, you go to the hospital. The doctor does not freestyle. The doctor says, good morning, Mr. Ayede. How can I help you today? Um, and then uh, what symptoms are you feeling? And then you run through the number of symptoms. The number of symptoms that you give, the kind of system, symptoms would now determine whether he's going to say, okay, could you lie down on the bed? Um, let me examine you. Or, okay, we're going to have to take a urine sample or a blood sample or whatever. There's a framework that they're running through, a mental framework that says, if he says, um, I have a broken knee plus a headache and a cracked rib, this is what we're going to do next. If he comes in and he says, I haven't been able to poop for three weeks and I've been peeing for two days nonstop, this is what we're going to do next. So there's a framework that they are working through. And it's the same thing when we go to the mechanic. So, and then you start from there. The car sounds like this, it sounds like this, it sounds like that. And then they're working through the mental um, framework. Now, those are service situations. Those are not sales situations. But for professional salespeople, it's the same. When somebody's trying to sell you insurance, they're not going to freestyle. They're going to come in and ask you a couple of questions. Let's say you, they are selling life insurance. They're going to ask you um, uh, questions about your health, um, number of children you have, uh, what your... Uh, plans are for the future, you know, blah de blah. I'm just freestyling. I don't know too many insurance pe people who sell life um, life insurance. I have a cousin who's in insurance, and so I just have a vague idea of the sorts of things that they discuss. But bottom line is, no other professional picks up the phone to call you and freestyles it. So why do we think wedding professionals? Why do we think somehow that we're exempt from this, from uh, from this good practice? that we should just pick up the phone and then start freestyling. No, make sure you have a framework. Um, yeah, so like I've said, I think I've covered it pretty much. I have uh, spoken about um, possible frameworks that we can use in the past, and I'm going to uh, talk about some, of, um, some more of those in the future. But the bottom line is make sure you have a framework because uh, it's going to help you to be much more effective. You're going to be able to guide the conversation and get to the heart of the matter much more um, quickly and it's also going to help you avoid the mental exhaustion that is involved um, when you're calling up people who are total strangers and also help diminish the fear that a lot of people experience um, when carrying out these kinds of um, activities because um, it's not really that these things are scary in themselves per se but 
um, preparation is, how do I put it? Preparation is security for the unknown. And that is what makes things less daunting and a whole lot easier. It's like back when we were in secondary school. If you have not prepared for that exam, you didn't do the studying, you didn't do your assignments, then that exam session is going to be really, really nerve-wracking. But if you had done quite a bit of preparation, you wouldn't be as um, scared. And if you're someone, one of these people who happen to uh, start preparing for the exams from day one, then you go into the examination with a certain measure of confidence that your other classmates perhaps um, didn't have. So anyway, let me not beat around the bush. The bottom line is, should you freestyle? No. You can have a framework, a script, a mind map, guidelines, whatever it is you want to call it, that still allows you to have a certain measure of flexibility and inject your own personal um, identity and your personal flair into the whole uh, process. So uh, that is where we're going to cap it for today on this whole series of um, whether you should talk to strangers, um, possible conversation routes that I'd like us to explore in the future is now that we've spoken about the uh, why a framework or a script is important. We're, also, we're going to look into the issues of um, whether you should follow your script at all times, um, whether you should have follow-through actions planned when you're calling strangers, what the possible follow-through actions are uh, going to be, and how do you end that conversation? Because there are some people who think through the whole thing and uh, you have a framework, you have a script, but then they don't think about how do we end the call. So that uh, that's going to avoid that awkward thing where uh, you've spoken and then the attitude is like, well, um, uh, you know, I don't talk, say your own, you know, or whatever the expression is. Forgive me, I'm not good with pidgin English. Anyway, so uh, bottom line, yeah, that's it for today. Those are the possible issues that we're going to be exploring uh, for the next three or four recordings. And then after that, we'll return back to the conversation that we started when we're looking into simple sales situations, complex sales situations, and um, how that impacts your pricing, uh, your selling process, and your negotiations. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thank you very much for your time and attention.